Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions, and we would love to have you join us. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Hey, hey. Hey, all right. So we're going to talk this week about uh, what we're doing about our winter wrap-ups. Winter wrap-up, winter (laughs) (laughs) wrap-up. Which is apparently a My Little Pony song. Yes, don't sue us, Lauren I didn't know that you were a brony. I'm not a brony. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) I'm not a brony. There's a difference. Brony are people who appreciate the culture outside of it. Mm. I just enjoyed the show. I did not like the culture outside of it. Mm. I know people were bronies. I'm not that. Okay. It's not me. It's fine. I stopped after season three. (laughs) <laughs> anywho <laughs> so we're not gonna t- we're not gonna talk about how i like applejack That's more fine. than other ones how Anyways. are you wrapping things up in your classroom oh, moving into winter break three Everything. weeks so uh, at the time of recording we got three weeks left that's scary that's so scary why so, is it scary so Jonathan? i so um Right now, I am trying to do what I don't want to do. Which is? I am trying to emulate what, what was. So okay. I listened to, listened to a, a mm. podcast by Kirsten Oberoi. Mm-hmm. Um, she released a saying, Hi, Kirsten. Hey, Kirsten. And she was mentioning how this is a, the perfect opportunity for us to reexamine why we do what we do. Okay. And, and we've, we've talked about this before, but she's totally. a choral teacher. And so since I'm thinking about choir or whatnot. Coming this, from a little different angle. Exactly. So we're doing a bunch of music concert. We're doing it online. Um, because we can't have parents in person. Mm-hmm. We are not going to have kids in front of the laptops recording and sewing <laughs> together. Thank, thank the heavens. Thank you, Applejack. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> you were so saying. I was saying. <laughs> um, so this is kind of, so what I'm really going to do is the kids are going to be in the NPR, multi-purpose room. They're going to be on the risers. We're going to record them. Okay. And then we're going to place on, edit it, place online. Mm-hmm. This is going to be my test run also for the formerly collaborative concert name pending. Um, because uh-huh. we're going to do something similar to that when we, we can't have all the parents in one place, likely, in March. Who knows? That's exactly. Who knows? Who I, knows what the world's so, going to look like by then? Since I'm the one spearheading it, it's like, let's just... Play it safe, because uh-huh. we got to start planning right now. And so this yeah. is a test run. This is so. I think it's a great idea. Yes. Um, and so we're singing three songs for upper grade, three songs for lower grade. Kids are auditioning for uh, small ensembles, and like, I don't know if this is the best idea, but we're doing it. Uh huh. And so we're kind of keeping it akin to what it was before, just placing on the online platform and one thing i like a lot i like a lot is that online platform allows not just for parents to watch it but just the community as a whole to watch it oh so you're gonna stream it oh i'm gonna stream it just oh, like we do like the collaborative concert okay <laughs> put on youtube and so it'll be a certain time when it's re- released and everyone can watch afterwards i like that idea yes. that's great and that you know that's some that's an idea that i posed to my principal i think that that's probably the best way to go about it mm-hmm. um is to still have um motivation to log in at a particular time yes. and then it'll be Posted, uh-huh. and so they can share whenever. But but yeah. it's an event. It it's is. an event when p- parents yeah. can come together and when people can come together and watch yeah. an event. Yeah, I like that. That's a great idea. Um, I was thinking kind of similar, but I'm not sure what state the stage is going to be in. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because it it has gone through a few different uh, evolutions. Um, it was used as a storage space when we mm. had a bunch of PPE. Um, and I think that all of that has now moved off. Um, but I don't know. Um, it, de- it doesn't look good unless it's decorated from floor to ceiling because it's just 
it's it's just really bad looking. Right. Yeah, it's old and it's it's got holes punched in it everywhere, and mm. so it needs somebody who's not me to um, decorate it. And so maybe if I have a parent who's willing to, we could do it on the stage. But if not, I was just planning on bringing in a camera um, and basically doing what you're doing just yeah. set them up like a performance in music class okay um and i was going to do a video and i had thought about doing the streaming i think that that's a good idea but having it pre-recorded helps it does yeah then you can kind of do it whenever and uh, you know because i work so closely with my art teacher um she's got uh, a few projects uh-huh. that she can spotlight and um mm, she... so collaborating with your art teacher i like yeah yeah well we try to line up our lessons whenever we can cool um it doesn't always work, but uh, she made the most spectacular rainbow um, when I did Rain Before Rainbows, and I've talked to you about yeah. that one before. Mm-hmm. Um, all the kids made a raindrop, uh, and kindergarten did red, first grade did yellow, so all the grades did all the colors, and then she turned their raindrops into a giant rainbow, mm. and it's um, stapled to the wall right now in the VAPA hallway, okay. and so they get to see it, but... Uh, and we did make a smaller one out of some of the the ones that were left. And um, and I had the kids make notation um, on clouds with raindrops for the music notes. And so we we did a, like a rolling display on a on a rolling whiteboard and put that where the parents could see it mm-hmm. um, when they picked up uh, the kids. And then we also did the same thing for um, a thankful tree for Thanksgiving. They um, they painted a leaf in art class and cut it out. And then they wrote something they were thankful for, and then they had to write the rhythm down in Taws and TTs. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and so and that was cool. That came out really cool looking, and uh, parents were taking pictures of their kids in front of it when they picked them up. That's cool. It was rad. Huh. So it's also an advocacy piece. It's right. like you got to show what you're doing. <laughs> that's I think that's something I, I that again. Kirsten was mentioning like the pivoting towards informances. That's yeah. not an informants necessarily, but you're seeing a vertical slice of what's going on. Sure. And I'm wondering well, how can we like the thing is pre recorded allows for that uh-huh. because you get to you can record your kids yeah and place it onto the same concert yep I don't know how that would, I don't know uh, I think it's important to showcase what's going on in the classroom inside yeah. the same time you're showcasing skill for lack of a better term yep. well it's to me it's kind of like how every Friday the parent uh, the teachers for my kids mm-hmm. send home a folder full of some of the things they did right it's definitely not everything they did but it's not the final work but it's no. showcasing how they're progressing right yeah. yeah and it's really cool to um you know sometimes they'll bring home a story that they wrote uh and that they're really proud of and they'll read it to us over the dinner table mm-hmm. or i don't it's just it's cool i've always saved every piece of art that they come home with and um t- i take a picture of it and save them digitally but then i have the kids write a letter to a family member on the back and send it out so that's cool Sending things home, but my point is sending things yeah. home matters. It, yes. Yeah, and then it also gives parents something to talk about with their kids. Um, you know, even if I put it on Dojo or something, you know, our, um, that's that's like our school social media thing. I know a lot of schools use it, but if you don't know what it is, it's basically like Facebook or Instagram, but only for your school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, uh, and if I put something up, like a video of what we did in music class, um, and I can I can do in the description. I'll say you know ask your child about mm. you know whatever um, the objective was so that they can have a conversation about it. So you're saying that the whole school is on dojo. Yes, that took <sighs> my, some doing. Yeah, my school's rather. Chula Vista is very decentralized. Yes. And my school is very decentralized. <laughs> <laughs> so there are some teachers on dojo, some uh-huh. teachers are not. 
and it's not even consistent amongst the grade level. So that'd be tough. But I think yeah, the thing is, whenever I do things like that, mm-hmm. I record it, and then I, if I remember, I send it to my teachers to send it to their parents. But it's, right. it's very different to have the teacher, the music, the art teacher, the VAP teachers directly sent to the parents. Yeah, yeah, I like that mm. they can see my profile picture yeah. and that the that the communication's coming directly from me. So, um our principal I think uh was really wanting everybody to get on it so that she could have a way of of uh, communicating via the For class stories. Well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The other thing that we do is we send out uh quarterly VAPA newsletters okay. with pictures um and uh objectives. So it's really simple. It's just a it's just a template I found in Canva. Um and it's two pages um of uh you know, one for art and one for music. Mm-hmm. This is what we did. So you send that out, but it's through Dojo again. We deliver that a couple ways. So okay. it is emailed and it mm-hmm. is sent out through Dojo. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's mostly just trying to consolidate all the parents' emails together. And that's why Dojo's nice because all the parents are on that one system. Yeah. Well, your, your school should have some sort sure. of a newsletter that they're already sending out. We also put our newsletters, I believe, on the school blog. Because um, our principal does like a weekly call out and then it's on the school blog and then it goes out in an email. It sh- she tries to get parents in a lot of different That's ways. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mind's percolating. I know. <laughs> it's kind of like we're, we have so many different ways of communicating with each other that it's hard to know what to focus on, sure. both as a teacher yeah. and as a parent, I'll just say. It's like I get so many communications from school. I don't I don't know which. And sometimes they'll send home forms that I already filled out. And I'm like, did everybody get this one or did they lose <laughs> the one I sent back? <laughs> yeah, it's, it is confusing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so question for you. When, uh-huh. you choose, when you have... First off, in the before times, um, <laughs> did you have winter performances? Yeah, we did. Did you? Was it like holiday theme? What was like the literature you chose? Well, so I didn't have a lot of control over it. Uh, the The winter performance has oh, been okay. a thing forever at my school. It is, okay. um, but all of the all of the classroom teachers always taught their kids like a song or a dance to. It was okay. like karaoke, basically. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, um, and they didn't want to change that when I came in, and so I've never really focused on it. I'll, I'll teach them a little thing that's winter themed. Um, but I've always put my energy into the spring concert. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so that, that's your baby. That Yeah, that's where I really go hard on, on mm. the stuff to show off. But um, something that we went to before the pandemic that I think worked really well, and I know I've talked about it in a past episode, is we do um, VAPA showcases mm-hmm. um, where we would decorate the walls of the of the multipurpose room with their artwork. Uh, it'll, it would be like a particular grade level because we see the kids once a week and we see like one grade level for half the day. So we'll see like third grade in the morning and fourth grade in the afternoon or whatever it is. So just during their normal VAPA time, the parents would be invited to come and watch them perform whatever it was we were working on. So it was kind of like an informants, but also not um, because we could, since we had time, um, we could have those displays around the room and the parents could see what they were writing for music and what they were working on for art. Um, I would have the kids explain what they were doing on stage and break down their process. Um, yeah, it was, I felt like it was a really meaningful performance, but it wasn't like an after hours thing. Have you thought of doing that this year? Yeah, but we're not allowed to have live streamed. That gets difficult because internet connections and such. Yeah, it is difficult because of internet connections. I post a lot on Dojo whenever I can. Um, And so that is our informants. And also, 
I just have to protect my own energy sure, this year. I, it will, yeah. I, I don't have as much as I used to, um, just with all the weight of everything we're carrying. So okay. I'm trying to honor that and not overachieve. And yet I think it's so ingrained in us, especially teaching in a state that has a really nasty habit of firing their VAPA teachers every couple of years what? and defunding VAPA programs. What? It's like, but I have to prove my worth. Um, oh, that hit me hard right there, those words. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if I don't do this, you know, what good am I? Um, yeah, and just kind of telling that voice, like, I'm not going to focus on that right now. Because uh, I know that what we're doing day-to-day in the classroom is meaningful and it's deep and it's impactful. Um it's really important to, to show that to the parents and then how do I do that and not burn out? So mm. that's kind of what I'm finding. Yeah. I think I always, I've always not, I've always had issues with the phrase work smart, not harder, not because it's a mm-hmm. bad phrase, but mostly because I just work hard. As opposed <laughs> to I need to work <laughs> you do, smarter, you but, do work hard. Yeah. But like, I think it's, yeah, you're right. Especially akin to what we said in the last part episode, like, this, especially this year, but every year, really, we need to think about how can we, instead of just working hard, how can we hit the right buttons Yeah. for the same goal? Yeah. Mm. Performances are incredibly stressful. They are, for both the teacher and the kids. Yeah, they are. And I think they're important, um, but... <laughs> yeah, they provide the end goal for the kids. They do, and, and it feels really good to mm-hmm. be a part of a group doing a thing on stage. And I think that, that uh, learning how to be on a stage in front of people and present yourself well is an important skill to right. have. And when it goes well, like it just energizes everyone. Oh my gosh, yes. It, yeah, it's amazing. Um, but the way that I had to run things uh, when it was just me trying to pull off a concert at night, like, I can't do that. Yeah. I couldn't do it then, and I definitely can't do it now. Like, if I'm going to do that, I need all hands on deck. I need I need the classroom teachers to volunteer to come and, and be in the classroom with the kids and walk them to the stage and walk them off and distribute them to the parents. Like, I think if I'm asked to do a night concert again, um, outside of contract hours, I'm, I'm going to be pretty clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not reasonable to ask the music teacher to, sure. to set up and facilitate the show and, handle um, 500 kids. and handle four, four to 500 kids. kids. Yeah. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't do it again. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't handle that kind of stress. And then the other thing too, is that it's like, um, okay, you have, you know, however many minutes per class, like, what is it like seven to 10 minutes per class to prove that you've taught these children something. It's like, what other teacher do we do that to? Right? Like, <laughs> I yeah. guess testing, but it's a little different. It's you different. Know? No, I, I think actually mm-hmm. that, that's something we could, we, I, I feel like we should run rap another time like yeah that very difference and like Mm -hmm. what do we want from it but anyways that's it's stressful it is stressful very yeah stressful it's very stressful Hmm. yeah but that's neither here nor there this is the winter wrap up episode yeah well no but (laughs) but going back to that what you were talking about from kirsten um (laughs) you know it's a it's an opportunity to rethink everything we've done so yeah okay I want to say the after times because just like 9-11, things are going to be different from here on. They are, yeah. Um, but after 2021, when things become more normalized, mm-hmm. what would you want to reimagine? How would you want to reimagine the winter performance, whether it's just placing more boundaries or just or how you would deliver it so that it showcases not just 
as we talk about so much about the skill-based element, but also the, yeah, how would you reimagine it? I think that that's a conversation I need to have with my school community. Mm. I am happy to facilitate whatever everyone is willing to help me with. And so I just need the answer to what that looks like. Um, I I think that we were on the right track with, uh, with what serves... Uh, me and my art teacher for our VAPA programs best and what really showcases what the students are working on in class with with what we were doing mm-hmm. um, with our in in school daytime showcases. Um, that was neat because the kids were part of it from de- beginning to end. So I feel like they got the experience of performing on stage. The parents got to take their pictures. Um, and, and then we had all the benefit that you would get from uh, informants because mm-hmm. they got to break it down. But... Um, you know, like I said, there is definitely value in that experience of having a group ready to perform. So I, if I, if I had my way, I think I would probably do my showcases and then have a audition only group. And then we would perform once or twice a year and have a very set, Okay. you know, dedicated group. Yeah. The kids were really into it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That makes a big difference. It does. Yeah, like How that. about you though? I feel like, so my winter music concert is mm-hmm. my after school choirs, plus also individuals who want to audition. I When I do auditions, that's not so much like, oh, you don't get it. It's more so like, did you put the effort to Did try? you practice? Yeah. yeah. Did, did you, like, are you not just coming on stage last minute? Yeah. So, like, I rarely, like, for, we we also have done variety shows, and we rarely, like, we almost never say no to anyone. Mm-hmm. The only times we say no is when, again, the student doesn't practice. Or, yeah. There's a miscommunication where like one partner practices, the other one doesn't, et cetera, et cetera. But we've done in the past VAPA showcases, but I've never had it for the Winter Music Concert where students in the general music class perform. Mm-hmm. And it's always difficult because I always try to cater my music towards multiculturally holiday themed. Yeah. You've got to be inclusive. Yes, got to be inclusive, but right. in the same sense. There are people who, in my classes who don't celebrate holidays. Right. And so I, I would have to wrestle with that. Do you have any that um, that aren't allowed to participate? Yes. Okay. Yes. I I don't think I... I might only have one or two. I have at least three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have to go to the library or something? Well, they just... Um, I, this year I have changed... I've pivoted directions. And so where my choir focuses on these music. And one of the group mm-hmm. of kids does not join choir during until quarter three before that very reason okay um and it's sad but i get it yeah um but for my general music class i've kind of pivoted to where we don't really focus on holiday music this year mm-hmm. focusing on different stuff and i don't know my i don't have a verdict on like what my thoughts are on that it's it's, it's tough well i think it comes back to what does your school community want because mm. um you know, it's part of building culture. So yep. if your school celebrates holidays as part of the culture and feeling like we're all in this, you know, together, yes. um, then you build that feeling of togetherness through music that already, that goes along with the other things that your school does. You know, mm-hmm. if they do festivals and, you know, winter bazaars or whatever it is. Um, and if they don't do those things, then absolutely just... I, w- I wouldn't uh, because it would be a departure. From- it would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is, it's, it's interesting. My school has gone through a lot of shifts, not mm-hmm. just because of COVID, but like new principal, mm-hmm. more students, a lot of retirements last year. Mm-hmm. And also one of the core tenets of our school culture, as I've said in prior episodes, passed away, which really affected 
what is what does it mean to be a Casilla student? Mm-hmm. Like, I've had a uh, student that like talked to me like, and it's like, oh man, those were the golden years, and mm. I think Lee son was a big part of it. Yeah, and I also think the retirements and the moving of the teachers was a big part of it. So we are at the crux of uh, what does it mean to be a Casillas Comet now? Yeah. And I, I, I'm kind of part of that formation. So I'm not sure what I want exactly. It's I don't want to push people aside because of diff- differing religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. In the same, so I'm, I'm no, no, I'm, I'm processing. What do I, I would, so in short, to answer your question, I would like to have the general ed, just general music classes participate in a winter event. Now, what literature do we do? I'm not sure. So this is what I think, and I'm not going to say it perfectly, it. and you can at me if you hate what I say. Um, but I've been thinking about this a lot. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, my friends, um, Drew Bullington and David Thaxton, helped, helped me articulate this because we got into a discussion about this um, related to a different incident, but it applies. Uh, we're public school teachers. Yes. Um, our jobs um and the public school system are funded by taxpayer dollars and the vast majority of taxpayers don't have children who attend public schools but those tax dollars are going into public education and one of the public one of the goals of public education is to have a educated society um Mm -hmm. that knows how to function Mm -hmm. how to get along with each other how to be good human beings how to listen how to keep um you know the the level of education and dialogue going in this country that we want to have who aren't jerks to each other who don't cut each other in line at the grocery store who um you know reach out and help and are are good thinking and feeling so if you look at it from that sense um their argument was we're not catering to individual parents um we are we are serving society as a whole and so I thought that that was interesting and I agree with it and I and it makes me think like okay so what as a society what direction are do we want our country to go um and what values do we want to have and so that helps sort out for me mm-hmm. what kind of literature I teach That's fair I've I've processed I, I had that notion in my head before uh-huh. but someone else brought up to me but in the same sense are you not by so what I to to use my own wordage uh-huh. um my argument for teaching holiday music of all cultures is that my job is to enrich the child right. in all cultures. Mm-hmm. And someone brought up, well, are you not neglecting their culture by doing that? Are you not doing the same thing inversely by mm-hmm. saying your culture is not valued because you're not respecting it? And I didn't know how to respond to that. And I see their point. And that, like, by doing so, I am de- not, I don't know what the right word is. I, mean, I guess the, the, the key thing is, how do I approach it? Mm-hmm. Do I approach it with, I'm making sure I approach it with grace and approach it with understanding that I'm not trying to, hear, to neglect their be- religious beliefs, but I'm here to try to give a full-fledged music education of all holidays during this time for, for the multicultural. I think that you have to look at the, at the values of the larger group, um, you know, and that's... That's what it comes down to for me. And there are definitely, you know, religious sects that are always going to want to be on the outside that are going to say we reject all of these things and we don't participate Mm -hmm. in them and we don't value them. And that's their prerogative. And that's part of having freedom of religion in this country. Um, But if we're going to say that we value all religions, then they should all be represented. And it's not on me to not offend anybody um it's on me to make sure that my teaching represents the children who are in my classroom 
So if someone's going to remove themselves from that conversation, that is their right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't I, know. I well, I think another element was <laughs> one of this. Uh, there was a situation that happened last year online when the parents were next to them, and yeah. So I, I get that. That but, happened to us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was over a pumpkin. Oh uh, yeah, but the pumpkins thing, are not acceptable vegetables. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I guess they're technically fruits. They're a, they're a, they're a gourd. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's if fruit is. I don't know. The seeds are on the inside. I'm sorry. I my scientist and, and mine only goes so far. So, um, but what was I saying right there? Oh, sorry. I, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I was remembering. So I, I've mentioned before the notion of courageous spaces, but something I was went at this uh, workshop uh, where Darlene Mashakon, um, she, she's uh, she's runs podcasts called the Maldi. You should definitely check it out. Amazing stuff. Um, talking about one of the key parts is if we want to become because the, the the topic was on SEL if we want to become more if we want our students to become more socially aware we need to, we ourselves the teachers need to be socially aware yeah and if I want to be to create creative spaces I need to have the courage to also do the t- the, the tough topics yep. and I might you again as Crystal said feel free to email us like I want to know is this a good idea what are your thoughts and I know everyone this like I don't know if there is a right idea, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. But mm-hmm. I think I think that might be the direction. It's always been the inkling that I want to go this direction, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. But um, courageous spaces for also the teacher as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So that's so. what I'm doing for my winter, uh, for my winter concert, <laughs> but also, yeah. My I, life. <laughs> but I, no, if I have, I want to place this caveat, especially after the last episode we have had, if... I have the emotional and physical and the spiritual capacity to <laughs> take care of it. I would like to also bring into the fold the general music classes into the Lynch music concerts. Yeah. Mm. Maybe having streamed mm-hmm. when, when things become more normalized. Mm-hmm. We shall find out. Yeah. yeah. I think your performances should be a reflection of what you do in class mm-hmm. and they should be part of your program and they should be well supported. And if one of those three things is not true, you shouldn't do them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But things you should do. I want to focus on the positive. Things you should do. Mm-hmm. It's really important to, because we mentioned you should message us. Mm. Yeah, it's always important. Definitely. Messaging us at chaoticharmonyclassroom.gmail.com. You should as well rate five stars for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And should leave us a review. Definitely. So three shoulds. Don't should yourself, remember? I know. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. And also th- thank you for, yeah, th- this was a good talk. It was I, a good I, talk. I, I didn't expect it to go this direction. <laughs> so, but, yeah. I mean, we should know by now. We should. Don't, <laughs> but don't should Get yourself. in the van. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. But seriously, um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, but please, I, said, I kind of facetiously said it, but it really does help grow this community. So do the shoulds. Do the shits. Like and subscribe and help us grow this community out. And send us an email. I actually really the, the last topic we talked about was really really curious. So I'm curious I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Email us, chaoticarmaclassman at gmail.com. Wanna hear your thoughts. Do it. All right, back with Spicato after the break. 
I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. I brought a bag. Bag of what? Balls. Mm. Cotton balls. Cotton balls. Cotton balls. Okay. So what so, to do with a cotton ball? What do you do with a That's exactly ball? where my mind went. <laughs> Throw them overboard. Oh, so. Ooh. May I see them? Okay. Can you hand it to me, please? <laughs> if you're not watching this, you should, because I'm being pelted by <laughs> these things. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, they don't really float too well, but. Okay, we, we could stop this. That, that's an idea, right? Could we, we not do this? It's really um, fun, though. I'm going to try to get one to stick to your head. Oh, I like this. I like the texture. So, my mind initially went because I said this a lot during season two, and I wouldn't stop talking about about Foley Artist Project. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but the idea of exploring the sounds and what can you do with it? This is a very fascinating texture, and having kids explore the sounds like I, I don't know if you can hear this on the microphone. Probably not. Let's well, have two cotton balls rubbing up against each other. Have a, like a. They're kind of crunchy. Kind of crunchy, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. When you think of cotton ball, you think soft. It has a crunch. It's like a also texture, almost like chalkboard esque. Mm-hmm. So, I think sound exploration is what I, I'd go with it. Okay. Cotton balls, but then bring in another. I think the key part is you need to have another item. What do you use this with? Okay. Um, and then maybe this could segue into you can get your bingo card out. What can you do with a fully artist project with this? Because <laughs> I do want to do this actually in the analog classroom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking snowball fights. What's snow? In classroom? No, what, what, what's, what, ball fights? <laughs> I'm from San Diego. I don't know if Yeah, I am too. I go up to the mountains when I need a snow fix. You should come with us. Um, Southern California, I've heard, is the only place in the world where you can live where you can ski and surf in the same day. Really? Yeah, at me if that's not true, but... That's what word around I mean, here is. 24 hours is a long time. So if you want to do a quick <laughs> ski and drive to the beach, that's an option. Well, last last winter we were up in the mountains, in the San Bernardino Mountains, mm-hmm. and we were just leaving and it was snowing. And that afternoon my husband um, went to go video uh, um, like a school doing a play. And it was COVID times and it was on the beach, in Ocean Beach. Well, and there so you have it. he went from the snow to the beach. There you in have one it. Day. Did he ski though? You know, we don't ski or surf, so... Um, Last. So, what's your thought? Okay. Uh, seriously, snowball fight. Snowball fight, okay. Ab- so, absolutely. So, like, what do you do with it? Um, 
put on uh, put on fun Christmassy sounding music and let the kids go for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about a little controlled chaos here and there. Okay. Like have okay. it be in a have it be a uh, you know just a fun brain break thing. And then when the when the chaos dies down, um, we have our snowballs that we have to go pick up and then um, then use them uh, for some sort of you know. I was thinking maybe we could put them in a arrangement and make a melodic um, arc Ooh, like. Okay. Ooh, right gotcha. yeah yeah do you like snowball stuff or man the other thing you could do with them is they're they're very cloud-esque so yes. um yes we like to take so my art teacher and i have a deal um i don't know if i've talked about this before i feel like becoming a podcaster has like prematurely turned me into an old lady who tells the same stories over and over again so if i've told this story i'm sorry but my art <laughs> teacher and i have a deal where um on the first nice day of the year where there's the perfect puffy clouds we mm-hmm. take the kids outside and they do a cloud painting project Ooh, and cool. um and then we do like uh cloud activities in music class and uh and most of our kids had never looked at cloud animals before and so we uh teach them about the different types of clouds that they see because we're up on a mesa and we get some really cool cloud formations I don't know if I ever did that growing up. Really? I think the first time I, was ex- I explored that was an Arthur- episode from Arthur. Wow. I know. My sister and I used to do it for hours. Just like lay I mean, in we, the we, grass we, on our yard. Okay. We did cloud staring. Just the okay. animal elements. It was like, I guess that was the key. Like thing. find so, shapes in the cloud. Find shapes, yeah. You didn't do that? I did shapes, yeah. Because yeah. I think the animal part, I didn't do it as much. Just did something else. Ooh. Man, we but, spent so much time outside. Especially when we lived in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lot. I mean, it makes it makes me feel very nostalgic now. So I just couldn't believe it when the kids had t- told me that they'd never paid attention to the clouds before. Well, pay attention. That's a that's a that's a thing. Yeah, no, they should do that. They should. Yeah. Yeah. Listen mm-hmm. to the wind and look at the shapes. So yeah. Cool. You could make cumulus clouds. I, so cirrus clouds. What you mentioned in the uh, little bit you were talking about, like after the snowball fight. Yeah. Remind me of the melodic arc. Remind me of. Josh Block's um, newspaper. Oh, that was fun. That was fun, that activity. So yeah, so fun. I don't know how it would work with this one because you're not reading anything, but you may, might like explore the shapes that you create with it and then do something with it. I don't know, like sing or go to the John Seligman, you know, comfort zone, do movement. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I love the movie that came out a couple of years ago. It was when my own boys were... Um, little so okay. it was four or five years ago probably um that's based on snowy day the ezra keats book what's it called the snowy day Never um and it came out on uh it's a book yeah uh, and you know the book right i know of the book okay Never. oh my gosh i love that book um and i have a whole music class thing i do to that book <laughs> but the um it's on amazon i think uh, amazon prime and it's just lovely the music that they made to go along with it it's just it's beautiful it mm. um it's all like kind of like boys to men style, like tight harmonies. Gotcha. Um, and uh, and I, I really love it a lot. And so uh, I saved that one for my last class uh, before winter break. We watch the snowy day. We do mm. snowy day activities. And so I'd probably do the snowball fight as part of that. I remember the snowman movie. Oh, that's a, that good that's a good one. Uh, yeah. They also had two actors one of them was like a rando who's like the, the boy that grows up uh-huh. the other one was uh david bowie which was like a oh yeah super random interesting anyways anyways so. we hope that you guys have a wonderful mm. and restful break we're not there yet yeah we are in a song 
What? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> We've been talking about snowballs for a while. Also, if you know, have an idea with snowballs, I'm oh, sorry, cotton balls, let us know. Round of the week. Um, I'm going to do something different than what I thought, and we're going to have to pretend like we have scarves. Okay. Okay. This is a scarf song. Yeah, we do have, we do scarves, have scarves, but they're not music class scar- yeah. scarves. Um, so I have the kids take their scarves, and yeah. I do I do scarf activities with my littles all the time, and then we bunch them up into a ball. So bunch, 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 and here's how it goes. I have a little ball. I made it out of snow. I threw it high up in the air to see where it would go. Woo! And then you have to catch it. Yeah. It flew so very high and came back down to me. I'll toss it up there one more time when I count to three. One, two, three. Woo! Woo! Chaos. It's great. Okay. <laughs> and then we pick them up. So there you go. It's it. Bunch it up. Bunch, 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 bunch. You want to sing it with me? I have a little ball, I made it out of snow, I threw it high up in the air to see where it would go. Woo! It flew so very high, it flew so very high, and came back down to me, and came back down to me. I'll toss it up there one more time. I'll toss it up there one more time, when I count to three. One, two, not yet. Three! <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. They oh, love it. Fun. It is fun. I love scarf songs. Scarf's cool. There's your song. Thank you for sharing, Crystal. You're welcome. Where can they find you so they can at you for some reason? Sure. I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Finny Vappa. Okay. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at Mrs. Pridmore. Awesome. And at CrystalPridmore.com. Cool. And you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M R S E L I G M A N, on Twitter. Instagram and TikTok. I need to upload more teacher TikTok oh videos. Oh my gosh, you're on TikTok? I've, the Save the Music asked me to upload a video. Yeah, they asked me too. I said no. My video got a lot of views. Okay, good for you. Yeah. I need to make more of these videos, clearly. I didn't I'm, have the bandwidth. That's fair. This is like what? This is early pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, you can't do another thing. <laughs> um, and you can find us at CH Classroom uh, on all the socials, uh, Twitter, on Instagram on Facebook, but for YouTube, it's Chaotic Carmen Classroom. And you can email us. Please do email us. We do really want to hear, especially we if read we read them. We do read them. We kind of freak out when someone emails us and we're like, oh my gosh, someone emailed us. Uh, fans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also for Not the question fans, we asked, listeners. listeners <laughs> well, Porky knows those. Um, <laughs> but uh, specifically, it's for the topic we asked earlier. Like, we would love to hear because it's a tough topic. We want to hear is. your thoughts. So um, email us at. Um, KiataCarmenClassroom at gmail.com. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com.